0: Sing like the birdies sing, tweet 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing, sweet 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 tweet tweet.
1: there in Birdland, it's uh, Anson St. Tebbets along with, uh, Chip uh, here we are, your weekend edition, um, but gosh, we've reached November, haven't we, so here we Woo-hoo! are, yep, good old November, um, kind of dark and cold, and the leaves have gone, and, uh, we've got various hunting seasons going on, and the occasional snow, so there we kind of have it all yeah. before, before it all settles in, before, yeah. uh, before uh, Thanksgiving hopefully the snow will hold off until at least Thanksgiving you know
2: it's funny how um, you know depending on where you are things can look pretty different you know I'm still seeing lots of leaves on the trees in Chittenden County but then you know I take a look
1: at Mount Mansfield and it's
2: covered with snow and then you know if I go down to the Montpelier area the hills are pretty pretty bare Uh, but
1: yeah we're definitely in the um, in stick season now we sure are, and um, the occasional birds, we're seeing occasional flocks of birds uh, here and there, um, you know, a flight of geese going over. Um, but uh, we were talking, uh, we're going to finish up our forecast here. Is that what we're going to do today? Try to really final finish it up, or where are we at on that?
2: to talk a little bit about um, sparrows and kinglets because it's it's kind of the end of the uh, season for them. We, you know, we we blew through the warblers, right? There's, you know, there's still the odd um, yellow-rumped warbler butterbutt kicking around. Maybe you'll get lucky and see a really late blue-headed vireo, uh, but, you know, so warblers are done. Vireos are gone. Uh, there's still some thrushes around, hermit thrush still around. But, it, you know, it's the end of sparrow season and just, uh, you know, we're going to be saying goodbye to
1: those too. Um, so, I, I don't know. I've been wondering if you've been seeing any ants and I've, I've been seeing uh, white-throated sparrows still, but uh, I have yet to see a white-crowned sparrow. Oh, I was just going to oh, say, one God. of my favorite birds is the uh, white-crowned sparrow and I have not seen them. Uh, I have not seen one. Occasionally, um, they may show up, um, you know, scratching the ground or the leaves and whatever. But uh, one of my favorites. But I have not seen the white crowned yet.
2: Uh, they, yeah, uh, they're very, very spiffy sparrow with that black and white striped crown and kind of pinkish orange bill, um, gray underparts. Yeah, very, very striking. The young ones look pretty different. Um, same general pattern, but instead of black and white, it's more like, I don't know, russet and gray. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm,
1: I haven't seen any, um, and it's getting to be too late, and ditto with Fox Sparrow. Uh, missing Fox Sparrow for the year in Vermont, too. Uh, another, you know, really beautiful sparrow. Uh, kind of like a, an overgrown song sparrow but really rusty and a lot of gray on the face so those are two sparrows I'm hoping before it's too late I'm going to you know, get my eyes on fox or, or white crown sparrow I, I did but on one of those uh, kind of warm days we had in the fall there I did hear a song sparrow singing away which I thought was kind of cool it's one of those birds you hear first in the spring and get pretty excited about and then get used to the sound and then um, it's been quite a, kind of quiet here in the, in the late fall and all of a sudden, uh, there was the Song sparrow singing, singing away. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some as well. And and uh, I've heard some adults singing, you know, really nice, clear song. And then some of those,
2: um, the, some of the juveniles, some of the immature Song Sparrows practicing their song uh, and sounding just very scratchy and herky-jerky. And, yeah, like they've got some more work to do to, to master that song. So it's fun how you can you can tell the difference
1: between a practice to the an adult um, and, a, and, a, and a young bird just kind of working it out still oh, good stuff so um, so um, white crown sparrow um, song sparrow fox sparrow what other sparrows we might see or, or hope to see anyway uh, well let's see swamp sparrow getting a little late but they're still kicking around in a few spots here and there um you know, they're often they can you can see them in a marshy area. Of course, uh, that's their preferred nesting habitat. But during migration, swamp
2: sparrows could just show up. You know, in a thicket or a, a weedy patch or a garden um, area that's you know got some some weedy. Weedy plants here and there, so swamp sparrow um, could show up outside of swampy, marshy areas. So um, you know, keep your eye out for those still, mm. and and we're just starting to see the arrival of American tree sparrow. So that's that's one of our
1: uh, winter sparrows um, but they've started to show up now already uh, as well. Yeah. Hey, I heard a rumor, Chip. You have a, you have a new birding business? Is that is that correct? Did I hear that right?
2: do indeed, yeah, yeah, um, birds, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, yeah, I have my own guiding business now called Fly Away Birding, uh, and uh, I'm still doing a lot of trips for North Branch Nature Center, and and will continue to do so. But now I'm also doing, doing my own thing as well, so uh, doing some uh, private guiding, small group kind of stuff, um, also putting together trips that I'm advertising to a mailing list or email list. Uh, so if people wanna get on that list, they can shoot me an email at flyawaybirding at gmail.com. But uh, yeah, I've got a trip, uh, my first trip uh, in February to Minnesota of all places, Minnesota in the winter, to see owls, great gray owl, northern hawk owl, boreal owl, fingers crossed. That trip is is already full, actually, but uh, get on the waiting list. And then um, working on trips uh, to Alaska, North Dakota, um, Guatemala uh, about a year from now, Uh, Maine for puffins. So if anyone out there wants to go see an Atlantic puffin in Maine this
1: summer, let me know. Yeah, so that's been fun. Uh, It's keeping me busy. Yeah, I've always wanted to do the puffin thing. Whereabouts is the the puffins are in Maine? They're off, well, obviously, off the coast. But I've seen a few uh, few news stories. They seem to be doing better, right? Yeah, they're doing well. Um, you know, it, it used to be
2: pretty much wiped out from Maine. Um, and Steve Cress, Maine Audubon, um, had a really successful uh, reintroduction program. They they used decoys and and audio to lure birds back to some of the historic nesting islands so uh you know they're these are social nesters they have these historic places they've nested for millennia Um, but once they're wiped out off an island uh, for whatever reason in the past it might have been hunting or you know the egg trade um, you know nowadays you also have things like rats on islands um, or introduce predators or pests but, um, so it's hard to get birds back to those nesting islands uh, but a lot of success using decoys so they'll put out these decoy puffin decoys they'll have uh, this constantly looping audio of uh, the sound of a nesting colony of puffins or whatever seabird and you know, because of the social uh, aspect of these birds, um, other birds come in, check it out, uh, and then may decide to nest, and, and that's worked. So uh, now places like Eastern Egg Rock, um, Tinnicus, uh lots of these islands off the coast of Maine now have nesting puffins, mm. and, uh, and you know, and other birds too, guillemots, um, razorbills, um, uh, Arctic turn, so yeah, the, uh, these colonies are, are doing much better now.
1: Now, with flyaway birding, is it is it mostly like you're going to other states, or you're going to do some stuff in state in Vermont?
2: Yeah, definitely in Vermont as well, um, and, and New England. Um, so you know, short day trips, overnights to various spots in um, in New England, Massachusetts, you know, uh, southern New England. Um, Trips. Uh, I'm probably going to do a lot still with the North Branch Nature Center, um, but I definitely want to offer a mix of,
1: uh, of local, local, regional, domestic, international trips, um, and also private guiding. People can, you know, um, book me for a day or a weekend, and I'll go out birding. Yeah, good stuff. All right, uh, sounds exciting. So, first one is owls in Minnesota. Uh, bundle up, I guess. Yeah. Huh? It's definitely bundle up. It, there's a, a, a place uh, called Saximbog in uh, about an hour from Duluth, that uh, is just an amazing spot for boreal boreal birds in general and owls in particular. Great gray owl actually nests there, mm-hmm. and it's a good spot to see northern hawk owl. And they sometimes get boreal owl, so uh, and snowy owl. So yeah, really exciting birding there. Good stuff. Well, we promised we'd talk about Kinglets, but we've run out of time and we get in trouble if we go over time. uh, Oh, yes. At Radio (laughs) Vermont. But we'll talk about, maybe we'll talk about Kinglets our next time or in future shows. Um, Everyone, enjoy November. Uh, Enjoy stick season. Until next time, um, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip
2: Darmstadt. For the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, Tweet, tweet,
0: tweet, tweet, tweet. Let's